All right, welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Fucking Not Podcast with your host, Gay Bars Open, Life and Times of Millennial, Episode 6. Super excited, super proud to be at Episode 6, man. Again, as you guys know, I didn't even think this would get in Episode 1, let alone be you know, close to two months in with you guys. So super appreciative for all the support, uh, getting you know, some pretty dope feedback, obviously things I can work on. So thank you for you know, both the constructive criticism and, uh, you know, positive words as well. Uh, but it's cool. Though. I mean, I'm getting hit up from like friends I haven't spoken to in a couple of years and just saying, hey, man, I heard you have a podcast. Listen to a few episodes, really enjoyed it. So that's super exciting, man, that people can connect and again, help them, help them in a certain way, laugh or just, you know, friends who haven't spoken to in a few years can you know, listen to this and get a, you know, get an idea of what their boy's up to. So again, super appreciative. If you ever want to hit me up, um, hit me up on Twitter at AFN podcast or on Instagram at absolutely fucking not, uh, know you after the, um, F, but obviously want to also thank everybody that showed me love for my birthday, um, you know, in person, over the phone, on social media. Super appreciative. 30 was cool. Uh, I'm glad it's done with, but thank you again for everyone who showed me love. It was uh, really, really appreciated. Uh, such kind words. You know, you, to, you get an insight of how people think about you, you know, during the holidays or different milestones in your life, and I really appreciate all, all the kind words. Um, shout out to wifey for, uh, you know, organizing most of the weekend and trying to get people to show up. Um, appreciate her for that. And obviously my boy Pablo for throwing little, little soiree at his, at his house on Saturday. So it was a lot of fun, but actually in, uh, going through the buildup for my birthday and throughout like the duration of my birthday weekend, um, I actually got the inspiration for this episode. This episode, um, is actually called the social introvert episode uh, six, but I wanted to talk about how the topic came about um, because there was moments throughout this experience of becoming 30 and the weeks leading up to it that I just wasn't in in the mood, man. Like I was getting um, anxious about it. I was like, I don't want to really do shit. Um, The idea of planning it was just like, ah, and I wanted, you know, and then also like people showed me this love and affection and it it was weird because I, I honestly didn't feel too comfortable with being the center of attention. And then I'm like, yo, this is so odd. Like these people are, are showing you love, people you care about, people who, you know, are making an effort to let you know how much you mean to them or that they, they want to make sure that you have a, a special day. And I honestly get a little like, uh, like, oh, I, I kind of cringe a little bit just because I don't know. I don't, I, having all eyes focus on me for any particular moment um, is kind of weird. And that's why I, I was sitting back at at the uh, at my birthday party and I was just like, damn, like there's like a room full of people here and I still kind of, you know, feel anxious, kind of feel alone as well. And it's just like, you know, what's what's going on? And then I started to think back and maybe were there any other times that I felt, you know, this anxiety, like, you know, what's, you know, what's going on? So, and I, I started looking back as I was doing, you know, the prep for, you know, this week's episode. And I realized, man, there's been a, a bunch of times that I've been um, super anxious or super uncomfortable with certain situations. Just right now, coming back from work, um, there was like a few coworkers, you know, going towards the elevator. And I was like, man, I really I'm not I'm not trying to make small conversation right now. 
I'm just going to walk downstairs. And in seven flights of stairs, like it would have been way easier just to hop in the elevator and go down with them. But I was like, do I really want to do that? And I love people. Trust me, you ask any of my coworkers, anybody who knows me at work, they definitely say I'm a people person. But um, I think uh, as I start like looking at certain times where I feel uncomfortable, weird about something, I feel the fact that uh, that anxiety plays a little key role in that. And I just wanted to you know, touch base on that topic because in doing more research for this, I realized that our generation millennials um, actually have the most uh, the highest rate of diagnose anxiety than any other generation. I believe that 12%. Obviously, there's more access to doctors now, and uh, you know, we're people more aware of you know all the things going through their body. But it's still a very high number. So I wanted to touch base with that um, in this episode. Dive deep into how the role of being an introvert. Personally, consider myself an introvert. Um, I know some of you who know me may be laughing, like there's no way this fucking guy's an introvert, but I consider myself an introvert. I'll explain how the role of understanding if you're an introvert and extrovert plays in, you know, how you deal with certain situations. And I just wanted to walk through you know, different times in my life where, you know, my anxiety has been at an all time high and how I, you know, the, the emotions that I went through and how I coped with that and the lessons I learned from that. And, you know, hopefully that can help you, um, you know, get a better understanding of your emotions and, you know, how, you know, if anxiety creeps up or maybe you can, uh, you know, avoid certain situations by better understanding, you know, what side of the spectrum you fall on. You know, introverts may deal with something a little bit differently. Extroverts, um, who I'm extremely jealous of when it comes to situations like this, may deal with certain situations differently as well and, you know, be less prone to, you know, getting anxiety as you know, as we would if you consider yourself an introvert. So just want to go through uh, a few situations of that. If you have a specific topic in mind that you wanted me to touch base with this later on on social media, please hit me up on the Twitter page at AFN Podcast. Um, we'll love to you know, follow up with any questions you may have for this throughout the weeks of this coming out and uh, that I wasn't able to touch base on this episode when it comes to, you know, anxiety and how that, you know, millennials have a of a higher prone leniency towards that. So again, I want to dive into that topic this episode. I'm going to really jump into my experiences with it and the times that it's been at its most prominent uh, on the next segment here. But again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast with your boy Day Bar is Open, the life and times of millennial. Diving into episode six here. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Absolutely Fucking Not Podcast, which your host, Daybar, is open. This is episode six you're listening to, A Life and Times Millennial, and this episode is called Social Introvert. Uh, so I really wanted to dive into this topic at hand. Again, I was going through some uh, anxious moments this past week uh, at my birthday leading up to my 30th. And it was just, it was a weird feeling, man. I was in a room full of people who generally cared about me, uh, went out of their way to either plan the event, attend the event, um, you know, get me a gift or whatever the case may be, send me beautiful letters via text and, you know, social media. And I was still fucking so freaked out and, you know, cringing at the idea of it. Uh, And I was, you know, there was a moment that I kind of separated myself from everybody else and was just like, yo, like, you know, checking myself, like, yo, why the fuck do you feel this way? Uh, and then I started to realize that, like, this isn't a, you know, a one-off thing. This is a, 
a pretty common thing that's been happening to me, um, especially uh, on my birthday. And and I look back and I, I dove back into the last four or five years and you know, those weeks or, you know, days leading up to my birthday, I've been fucking miserable and anxious and just like, man, do I even want to have a party? Like it's me. I, I keep telling like my friends and family, oh, it's not that serious. Like it's good. Like, don't worry about it. Like we can just hang out or get a drink after work. It's not a big deal. And honestly, I, 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 I it is a big deal. Cause obviously I know like, you know, every year on this planet is an absolute fucking blessing, but I was just like, oh, man, like, I don't want to plan this, right, I don't, it's not that I don't like planning, it's like, I, don't, I hate planning, and then it's like, uh, for instance, it was like, I had to make a reservation for a, a brunch, and it was like, yeah, it's going to be a party at 12, but, you know, you can't sit the entire group until someone gets to everyone there, and I'm like, man, I don't want to fucking deal with that, I just want to, you know, have this party, and, you know, get on with it, um, or the idea you invite a bunch of people, and no one shows up, that gives me anxiety, um, you know, and just, you know, the idea of everyone, you know, you, you've seen those, like, those memes when everyone is just, you know, singing that person happy birthday, and you just stare there, and you're just standing there staring back at them, like, oh, what am exactly am I meant to do right now? <laughs> That's me pretty much the entire time leading up and during my birthday, and that hasn't just been um, this year, um, as I was, you know, doing show prep for this, I've realized that's been a, a constant thing for the past four or five years, um, excluding last year. Um, shout out to, you know, everyone who came through my birthday in New York last year. Um, and I, obviously I've turned 29, I was just coming out of a, you know, a breakup and whatever the case may be, you know, last year was, was super dope, um, on, on every level. Um, but I actually had like two other parties that same, t- uh, that same year. So maybe I didn't, treat my 29th birthday party as the official party itself because I had like two other ones so maybe my anxiety levels were a little bit lower I'm not sure but besides that one that one is pretty much an anomaly for the most part these past five or six years I've had extremely anxious moments um you know leading up to this so just trying to figure out why man like uh you know that's why I really wanted to do this this segment um is like why would I feel that way uh you're you're surrounding yourself with people who generally care about you and only want the best so why in that moment of absolute happiness right people have nothing you know in this world and would love to have you know one two people care about them right and I have like 20 25 like so why am I so fucking anxious and freaked out by this and then I started to realize, man, I feel like being an introvert. And again, I know people are saying, Danny, you're not a fucking introvert. Trust me, I am. Um, I feel like being an introvert has played a key role in my uh, levels of anxieties at different times in my life. And for example, those of those who don't really know what the definition of an introvert or an extrovert is, again, I don't have the exact Webster dictionary uh, definition, but an introvert, what determines if you're an introvert or an extrovert for the most part is pretty much what you get your energy levels from. Um, You know, do you get your energy from being around a lot of people and, you know, you feed off their energy or do you feed off, do you get your energy from being by yourself or being maybe in a more intimate setting where, you know, where, you know, one or two people and you feed off that energy? Um, I definitely am the kind of individual who, gets their energy from being alone. Uh, it, 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 it calms me down. It lets me gather my thoughts better. It, it helps me mentally prepare 
for whatever the task at hand may be, be it tackling a birthday, be it um, uh, you know, a huge work event or that I have to do a, a bunch of public speaking, be it this podcast, for example. Like I'm, I'm not the kind of person that can get a topic, be it anxiety, and give you a 45-minute topic. I literally sit down a few times a week leading up to me recording this and have not this written down word for word, but have a pretty precise breakdown of exactly what I'm going to talk to. An extrovert, on the other hand, again, they can just get a topic um, and just be absolutely excited to be talking to hundreds of people on this, um, you know, this platform or in front of a group of people or in front of their birth, I know, at, in front of people singing happy birthday to them and absolutely enjoy that. Right. And I'm super jealous of people who can do that because it seems like there's a little bit less, um, you know, perspiration that, that goes through with being an extrovert when it comes to me. Um, I remember multiple times being in the MBA program or at school that, yes, I would uh, give, sorry, at, at work and I would give a presentation. Yes, the presentation may have gone well and I may have gotten a you know, good grade or gotten positive feedback from my professor or, you know, my boss. But inside I was fucking dying. Uh, my left knee just started shaking nonstop. Uh, I'm sweating profusely um, and it's just like I fucking hate it. Um, but I've been able to manage that a little bit more. Um, and I feel it, and it, the reason why I've been able to manage that a little better is that I'm very aware of, Hey, listen, clearly you are not comfortable being in a public setting. That's been the case for me now for the past, I don't know, 10 years. I'm, I'm more aware of that. Um, I guess cause maybe there's more consequences if you act a certain way. I'm not sure, but you need to be. If you are aware of that, then you need to do take certain steps, right? That can help you correct this to a certain to a certain extent. And I feel that I've been able to do that by being in solitude at times or being with one or two people who genuinely get me that I can hey talk through situations, gather my thoughts better. Um, so that's what being identifying myself as an introvert and truly understand the different characteristics that come with that. Um, personality type has really let me give me has really given me sorry a better understanding as to why on situations like you know public speaking events birthdays that I have acted a certain way um, as opposed to some of my friends who are extroverts and generally just you know go about um, these things a little bit easier uh, and and then the times where I, I am unable to fucking prepare for certain things or, um, you know, mentally prepare for the idea of a birthday, um, I just fucking freak out. And I, I probably would more than likely try to avoid it by any means, um, you know, hand off the topic if it's a topic to discuss in a meeting at work to, you know, a colleague, because I'm just like, you know, you can handle that, man. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make some notes and I'll get back to you on that topic later on. Whereas, you know, it's probably going to be my time to shine. Maybe that could help me impress my boss a little bit and uh, and my inability to fucking speak up because my anxiety is at all time high, you know, has definitely probably hindered me in a couple situations, not only in school, uh, at work and in life. So, again, it's that's why I like to I keep saying I like to do low key things at times, but it's really more to better prepare myself for you know, my day-to-day life and being able to fucking handle situations that if I'm not low key and I'm, you know, just doing too much and being around people constantly, that actually drains my energy. And I'm just like, and I just, I I honestly just don't like that, that at all. So I think that's been been a key factor in me, 
really truly understanding, you know, who the fuck I am. And, um, and I had to catch myself this past weekend because I was like, damn, like, fuck, man, I thought you, you had a good grasp on this. But, you know, I guess, you know, at times you need to have moments where you are a little bit uncomfortable to really, you know, truly diagnose yourself. So, again, that's uh, that was my situation, most recent one. Um, but again, if you have any some situations that have, you know, had your anxiety levels at all time high and you were able to cope with them or are unable to, but, you know, you're trying to, you know, figure out ways that maybe you can. And if I can help in any way, please, you know, reach out to me on Twitter at AFN podcast. Um, also go on our social media on Instagram at absolutely fucking not no you after the F and I will, you know, be, you know, more than happy to, you know, share with listeners or, you know, give you my insight as well. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to this episode of the Absolutely Fucking Not Podcast. Uh, I'm going to take a little break here and come back with uh, some more examples of, uh, you know, how anxiety and, uh, you know, have played a role in myself and, you know, different situations that I know my friends, you know, who are millennials and deal with anxiety as well have gone through. And hopefully, again, we can help somebody out um, or just you can relate to a certain level. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Give me a sec here. Thank you again for still rocking with us here on episode six of the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast with your host, Daybar is Open. Uh, this episode six is called Social Introvert on the Life and Times of Millennial. And I just wanted to dive into that name itself, a social introvert. Uh, that seems like a complete contradiction. Like, how can you be social but also an introvert? Um, and that's, but that's honestly what I identify with the most. Um, and Again, people who know me, and especially these last, you know, three or four years um, from my time in Charlotte or just, no, I mean, honestly, not the last three or four years, the last 27 fucking years, um, people who fucking know me are like, there's no way your your introvert can be in your personality whatsoever. Um, You're super personable. Every time I see you out, you have a smile on your face. Um, You you, you have a bunch of friends. Um, You're doing a fucking podcast, for God's sakes. There's no way you're an introvert. And I'm telling you, I'm all those things, especially like the personal part, uh, I, 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 I am as well. Trust me, I identify with all that stuff as well. But I am 100% an introvert, but I am also extremely social, um, sometimes because I have to be, right? Because, you know, sometimes you have to be on point. Sometimes you have work functions. You have to fucking be able to get along with other people, um, right? So you have to be personable. And then... I also love fucking going out, and it's not like going clubbing. I don't think I've been to a club in forever, like a proper club, but I do enjoy going out. I enjoy, you know, new restaurants. I enjoy, you know, seeing new sites. I am a huge music snob, and trust me, you, you if you know me, you know I am obsessed with quality music, especially DJs, man. If I'm going to a spot, the DJ better be on point. Quick side story. And this is going to come across super fucking snobbish, but trust me, I, again, remember that I am a super nice guy, but I was out, it was my aunt's 41st birthday party in mid-July, and sorry, Denise, for shouting out your age like that, I, I'll try to edit that part out, um, but it was my aunt's uh, birthday party in New York, super dope place, uh, rooftop vibes, probably the first rooftop I've been to. Uh, I'm in the city in like quite some time. So it was just super cool, man. I came straight from the airport from uh, South Florida, um, straight to the spot. And it, the, it was amazing, man. The views were crazy. It was like seven o'clock at night. All our friends and family are there. Um, and, you know, it should be fucking phenomenal. 
and we're all just standing around and kind of like bobbing our heads a little bit it's like yo this music is absolutely fucking trash this dude played like three nelly songs back to back i'm like bro this is not gonna work so me being the music snob i am went up to the manager and was like there was a dj here earlier people were dancing way more that dj's still here drinking pay him some more money so he can hop on and be the dj again and like people are like yo you can't do that you can't ask that question i'm like bro fuck that bro we're out if i'm gonna be out if my introverted ass is gonna be out in these fucking you know city and you know being around a bunch of people that gets me that normally gets me anxiety it better be fucking quality music so absolutely fucking change that dj and it was a great evening moving forward so again I am extremely social when I have to be, and sometimes because I, I want to be, but I am most definitely um, an introvert, and I can again, that's why I consider myself a social introvert. Um, so again, I know that shocks a lot of people. Again, I, I am a person who enjoys having genuine conversation with people, so sometimes they see me, you know, having, you know, full-length conversations, and they assume that's what, you know, being a, a that's more of an extrovert personality type, but um again as i mentioned in the previous segment again introverts do enjoy one-on-one settings a lot more than you know public settings and just because i'm talking to someone for 45 minutes doesn't mean that uh that that's not a trait that identifies them when extrovert extroverts enjoy talking to 45 people for 45 minutes and that gives me absolute anxiety at a at a, at a huge level so i just wanted to you know give you a better understanding of uh and examples of what being a social introvert you know, means because there's a ton of us out there, man. One of my best friends, we go out all the time and it's like, you know, we, but we both identify with being introverts and, you know, not being really fond of public settings. But again, when I go out, it's, you know, it's for certain things because it's a new restaurant in town. It's, uh, you know, a great spot. The the scenery's dope. Uh, it's, you know, the wharf in Miami that's right on the on the water. It's like a, it reminds me of uh, places in New York I used to go to with my family. So it's like stuff I want to check out. Yes, I'm surrounded by, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. But if I mentally prepare myself for that, I'm usually in a good spot. And so are my friends, um, you know, who have similar um, anxieties or, you know, personality traits than me. Then when it comes to social functions, we yeah, kind of mentally have to prepare ourselves for that uh, before going out. So I want to give an example that all that that stood out to me the most, though, man, because uh, this example kind of threw me off because um, I never had my anxiety levels reach this absolute peakness. Um, and it was it was I mean it was fairly recent, like almost like a year ago. Um, it was Art Basel week in Miami, and I, anyone who knows um, Art Basel, it's a super dope event. Uh, it's a week-long event in Miami where, you know, a bunch of different, you know, artists, um, musicians, painters come and flood all parts of Miami to, you know, just show off art. It's pretty much celebrating celebrating the arts. Super cool. I experienced it for the first time two years ago. That was absolutely fucking dreadful. Um, just, you know, I just wasn't having a good time. It was a, a, a slight dark time in my life and just didn't want to be out there. Um, but you know, last year was cool, and I just went, "Hey, it's 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 coming again, and it's it's coming out. It's, it's an every year thing. I, I wasn't even aware of that till last year. Uh, so I was like, oh, shit, Art Basel week. Let's fucking let's 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 go check that out.' And I started looking at all the the DJs list, and I was like, holy shit, this is like every popular DJ that I listen to on a weekly basis. Like, why the hell would I not go to this event? And it's like a 
and it was I, I did like our Basel like Tuesday through Sunday, uh, and I was and obviously being an introvert, I get my energy levels from being at home, you know, gathering myself, um, you know, to my thoughts, being prepared to, you know, take on whatever task it may be. The task at hand now was, you know, going to all these different parties, the events for four or five days straight and having the energy to do that. What I've also learned in doing research for this, this particular podcast episode that anxiety can also be triggered uh, but not only the, you know, your personality type that you, you more identify with, but also lack of sleep you're getting. And if you're not sleeping that much, you're going to be crankier. Your anxiety levels will be triggered more by certain things that naturally get trigger it. But, you know, it's going to be even that heightened because you're not sleeping that much. So imagine me now. I'm partying for four or five days straight now. Minimal to no sleep whatsoever, but I'm still going back, you know, for more and more because I want to be a part of it. Um, you know, places are having, you know, food trucks outside. If you know me, I'm absolutely fucking food stop as well. I'm excited about the food. And these DJs are just flying in nonstop at different events. And, you know, I was lucky enough to get different passes. So I'm like, I got to be there. I got to be there. So the example I have in mind is I got to a party on a Saturday night. Uh, and I was exhausted. I had school that day. Um, my MBA program classes were from 8 a.m. till fucking 6 p.m. I left class a little bit early to just to avoid the traffic. So, but I had class that day. I went out that Friday as well. I was fucking done. Absolutely done, done, done. Annoyed by a lot of things. Just again, I was, I was exhausted. But I was like, man, it's a, it's, it's one of the last days. The A track was going to be there. A couple of DJs I've been dying to listen to were going to be there. So I went to this party. I was meeting a few friends. When I get inside, I text them and they tell me, hey, uh, we got stuck in some traffic. Uh, we're not even close. Uh, we're, I'll probably meet you there in a couple hours. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, first of all, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm not really here to mingle with anyone at all like I, I'm not when I go out like I'm just talking to my friends I even had a rule when I was like single like I don't approach girls like I'm just here to fucking just enjoy the music enjoy the vibe I'm getting from my friends the ambiance of the restaurant or the place itself and I'm fucking out so now I'm stuck in a packed packed club like fucking absolutely like close to like 200 people probably could only fit like 130 and I am fucking freaking out. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to have my friends for another hour, a couple hours. Um, and I feel like when people suffer from anxiety or maybe just whatever the case may be, like I started feeling at least personally at that moment that everyone was staring at me, everyone. And maybe that's kind of selfish. And it's like, yeah, why would people even care that you're there by yourself? But I started freaking out like, damn, people are fucking staring at me. Like, why is this fucking loser here by himself? And I just started panicking. I started fucking sweating. And I'm like, yo, this is the highest moment of anxiety I've ever had in my life. And I'm just like, what am I going to do with this? And then that moment, I was like, Danny, calm down. Chill. It's fine. There's going to be good music on shortly. Just relax. And I couldn't, though. I couldn't. I just kept saying, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I gotta get the fuck out of here. But I'm like, am I gonna leave? The parking lot's packed. If I leave, I won't be able to get back in. Like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? So, this is where a couple things stood out to me about people who suffer from anxiety 
and introverts as well that have to deal with the shit on a, I guess, a more daily basis and not myself when it's only in certain social settings. I went straight to the bar. I went straight to the bar and I ordered two tall vodka orange juices, drank them shits, like down them and took an abs- a deep breath and was like, all right, man, you're going to be all right. Just chill. And I was fine. I bumped into two random friends that I haven't seen in a while, but you know, it's those friends where you know, after you see them, you catch up, everything's fine. And that helped me out as well. But it's crazy that I, the only way that I thought in that moment that I can solve my issues was I need to get a drink. Right. And then in that moment, I realized a couple of things, man, I can see why people who have higher levels of anxiety or who just deal with, you know, whatever anxiety in their life may be more drawn to, you know, alcohol and, you know, drugs as a, you know, a way of releasing that stress, releasing that anxiousness. Because, man, after like 20 minutes, I, I felt fucking fi- I felt fine. I felt calm. I felt great. Um, I'm lucky enough that I haven't, you know, that's not a norm for me. Like I'm, I'm by no means a, an alcoholic. I can go, you know, months on end without having to drink. But in that moment with my anxiety levels were at all time high, I felt the only way I could fucking deal with this right now is like, shit, I need to get a drink real quick because I'm fucking freaking out. And after doing that, I was super calm um, and I was straight, but it was just, that was kind of eye opening for me. And it was just like, gave me even more reason to truly try to dive into who I am as a person and understand, all right, man, like, listen, this is, you need to be better prepared for these situations. If it's, yeah, you got to make sure you get your fucking six to seven hours of sleep. So you're not fucking moody and agitated and, you know, anxious and fucking do that. If it's, you need to make sure you have a fucking person you're going to these events with, because if you're stuck by yourself, you're going to fucking lose your mind. Then it's that. But this moment taught me in my life that, hey, man, there's going to be moments that may fucking trigger your anxiety if you're not better prepared. So, I mean, it may, it may seem annoying to have, you know, do all these things. I would love that I could just get a fucking phone call at, you know, 11 o'clock at night and say, hey, Dan, is going to be a dope DJ at this place. Come through. Man, if, honestly, if I'm on a few hours of sleep or if I'm not mentally prepared for that, I probably will find multiple reasons not to go. Uh, because I know that, you know, that may trigger some anxiety levels in me to go out of whack. But hey, those are the fucking precautions you need to take to make sure you don't fall into, you know, other traps that may be out there for you. So um, now if you were able to relate to that at any level, please let me know. Again, if it was just able to, you know, give you better insight to my life and shit that I've dealt with, you know, obviously you know, here to here to do that as well. But please let me know your thoughts on that. Hit me up on Twitter at AFN Podcast. Um, as well as on the uh, Instagram page at absolutely fucking not no you after the F. Going to come back in a quick second here. I want to touch base on the role technology has played on, uh, you know, the millennials from the point of view of kind of making that anxiety level a little bit higher uh, and a buzzword that constantly is used when it comes to social media, um, FOMO. So we'll touch base on that in a second here. Thank you again for tuning in to episode six of the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast. I am your host, Dave Bar is Open, and this is Social Introvert Life in the Life and Times of Millennial. And I wanted to just kind of wrap this uh, episode up by giving you 
um, you know, my take on the role that, uh, I don't know if it's my take, I don't think this is a, a real original thought. It's, I think it's clear to anyone who is constantly, you know, on social media um, and the role that has played in maybe accelerating certain people's anxiety uh, throughout the day, even, or you know, different times in your life. I mean, we all do it every single day, right? We're all, you know, constantly on our phones, on social media. I think even Apple came out with a uh, an app that lets you track, you know, how much time you're using on certain, uh, you know, apps on your phone. And it's, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook probably take up a large proportion of that pie. Um, cause that's what we love doing, man. It's just a, a way to kill time, right? Even with, if you're with someone in the room, you're just fucking aimlessly just, you know, swiping up, swiping up, swiping up, swiping up. And you're probably not even paying attention at all, but you know, when you are, I feel there's a constant thing with our generation, especially of uh, we're constantly comparing ourselves to, you know, other people, other people's situation, right? And I and I guarantee that our parents did the same thing, but it was at a different level, right? It wasn't constantly in their face, right? They would have to go out of their way to, you know, I don't know buy certain magazines or, you know, you know, buy the paper. It's like, you know, they had to purchase more and more content. Um, to compare themselves to, right? So they probably they, they had probably less anxiety or concern about you know whatever fucking person was doing in the Philippines, for example, um, and comparing themselves to that situation as opposed to you know us. If you have friends or family, you know, or whoever the 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 quote unquote Instagram models or celebrities, and you're just constantly constantly comparing yourself to that. That's gonna lead to even heightened level of anxiety because you're like holy shit like this person seems to have the absolute best life ever right this person has the wife and kids it's uh you know they have they clearly have a uh, you know they must be making fucking you know six figures because how else can they afford all these trips like who does that like who how can you do this you know why why am i not in this situation like all these thoughts start running through your head and then you start doing all the math and if you're on your fucking phone for an average of like what three to four hours a day just on one fucking app just you know scrolling up and down it's probably way more than three to four hours of probably being generous to us but that's just gonna take a toll right um and and i i'm guilty of that as well man i remember just fucking you know going through my phone and be like damn i need to have abs like this guy or damn, how the fuck is this dude constantly fucking traveling? And I just, and I'm, I'm fucking worried about paying, you know, a $245 flight to New York. I mean, my must be a complete fucking loser. Um, and that is just, it fucking just, you know, it makes you fucking build up and want to, you know, you know, question yourself even more. And, you know, you get fucking anxiety and anxiousness from that. And, you know, a, a, a buzzword that's been around for the past couple of years, you know, FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. You know, your friends go to a party and you're probably exhausted, don't even care to really go, but they start posting stuff on their Insta stories and, you know, they're all posting pictures and now you're fucking dead, man. I, fuck, I should, I could have been there. Can't believe I'm going to miss out on this great time. It's like, man, it doesn't fucking matter, man. You didn't want to go anyway. You know, why does it matter that, you know, your friends are posting about it? They're pretending to have the time of their life because trust me, they're pretending. Um, you know, I'm sure sometimes they are having a great time, but. I mean, a lot of people just post stuff online to, you know, keep up with the Joneses per se, right? Because everyone else is posting about their great life and their great, you know, adventures and memories they're having that, you know, you feel the need to fucking 
know, keep up with them, right? So trust me, I was the same exact boat. Like I, I, I I'm telling you, Mike, I had a ton of anxiety when it came from social media, right? From a maybe seeing other people doing great things. When I, and I know I brought up in my episode last week, um, you know, probably when I broke down at work, you know, my early 20s because I was, you know, unhappy, um, you know, with the job I, I was I was doing. A lot of that had to do, though, because I saw, you know, so many of my friends on, you know, on social media doing all these amazing things, be getting great jobs. And, you know, I was strictly comparing myself to them. Like, dude, this guy is 24. I'm 24. He has this. I don't have that. Like, fuck, this shit was driving me crazy enough that I fucking broke down in a fucking corporate environment in absolute tears. And that, now imagine that being done for, you know, millions and millions of people, you know, on social media on a fucking daily basis. And then you feel that, all right, cool. Like, <clears throat> I need to not portray a certain thing, man. And I, I, I do that all the time. Like, I've done that a ton in the past. Like, I'm, I'm better now because I feel like I've become you know, in doing this and just being in a better mental space, you become more aware of stuff. So, you, you know, maybe you post less, or you're not, you're not, you're not too worried about it. But in the past, man, I was like, man, I got to, after my breakup and after I moved to, you know, South Florida, I was like, man, I got to make sure people, you know, are aware that I, I I'm, in, I'm, I'm living my best life, right? Like, what the fuck does that mean, man? Just live your life. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how many people view your stories. Um, it doesn't matter how many, you know, likes your picture get. Um, it, it honestly doesn't matter, man. But at that time, at, at that time for me, and I know for so many people who I know and people out there, like they're so concerned with that, man. Uh, I wanted to make sure after my breakup that, you know, people assumed I had a girlfriend or assumed I was with somebody else. I would post pictures like just female friends of mine that, you know, there's probably nothing, you know, intimate at all about. But I was like, fuck, I need people to just assume that Danny, you know, is, is good because he has, uh, you know, somebody else, which is, you know, complete fucking nonsense now that I think about it. Um, but hey, I, you know, you, you feel like you have to keep up a certain persona, man. And that I know that wasn't unique to me. Because um, I know there's, you know, I had friends and stuff who would post stuff and I know them on a personal basis. And I know they're going through fucking absolute hell. But if you go through their Instagram feed, you think this person was living the absolute best life ever. And it's just not just not like that. And that's why um, you know, you start learning, you know, tricks of the trade, right? When people start, you know, posting a lot of stuff, you know, like, all right, this person's going through some shit, right? And even though the image may convey that they're going through the best stuff ever, you know, you're posting a lot of things about, you know, you and, you know, you and your friends, or it's like, all right, man, like, calm down, man. Like, you, you, we get it, right? We get it. We get it. You're, you're the happiest person in the world. Just, you know, just calm down a little bit. Um, but again, I would do the same thing. I, I was, I was, uh, I was focused on making sure I, I portrayed my image a certain way. If I went to any restaurant that was relatively, you know, popular, I would want to post a picture about it so people would know that, oh, this Danny must be living a good life because he's going to, you know, certain restaurants. And the one thing that I cringe at now because when I see it is because I used to do it a ton is when, you know, I would post, you know, so many fucking, you know, lyrics or song quotes on my fucking Instagram. It's like, Oh, now I see that in other people. It's like, you know, what are you doing, man? Like, does everyone need to know that that's, you know, whatever emotion you're going through, right? Do people need to know that? Um, and personally, I think the answer is no. Again, I'm not taking anything away from people who post, you know, lyrics or quotes, um, you know, to each their own. But because trust me, like I, I save quotes all the time, right? Like there's, 
there's a thing that, you know, I believe in like having quotes, you know, saved on your phone or maybe up in your desk or somewhere, you know, visible to you as a constant reminder of like, hey, if you're going through a tough time, maybe this will, you know, help, you know, help remind you of like, hey, you're going to get through this, you're going to be fine. But the idea of just posting it right nonstop just to convey to other people, hey, I'm good. Hey, I'm going through this, but I'm going to be fine. Like, all right, man, this fucking, then just be fine. Like, don't, there's no need to post this stuff. But we get caught up in, I need to make sure people are aware that I'm good, that I'm great, that I'm more than just fine. And we post so much shit online that's just like not needed, man. And it's just, again, I think it's because we feel like we have to keep up with everybody. And that's, again, that's a level of anxiety that just, I don't know if it's ever going to go away for, you know, our generation. And that's probably the, the, the gift and the curse of growing up in a time where technology has just completely blown up. This is going to probably be another thing that we have to just deal with, man, because social media has just played it, played a huge role in propelling, you know, anxiety amongst us. And like I said, to each their own, just so you know, like, I feel like I've learned in this process, especially going through the podcast and just being in a, a much better headspace these last eight to 10 months that just fuck it. If you want to post some shit online, man, just post it because you want to post it. Don't worry about the, you know, the the caption you need to add. Uh, don't worry about the amount of people who are viewing your your Instagram story. And don't worry, don't worry about the likes, man. You may get 20 likes, but that doesn't mean 2,000 people didn't see it, right? It doesn't mean that, you know, post it because you want to fucking post it. That's what I'm doing with this podcast, man. I'm posting this stuff out there because I genuinely feel like, hey, I have a unique take on things or I have things to say, and I think people will enjoy it or relate to it a certain way or maybe it'll help them out in some way. But for example, even seven, six weeks ago, man, I was, you know, going through um, the podcast and I was like, man, I got to make sure I post at a certain time because I'm good. I got to take care of, I got to, you know, fix the, uh, you know, take advantage of the fucking Instagram algorithm, whatever the fuck that means. And I got to post at a certain time of the day. And, you know, if I only got like 25 likes on a, you know, Instagram post, that means that no one's going to listen to my fucking podcast, which is absolute bullshit. And I want to thank you guys a ton for listening to this. I may get 25 likes on a, on a, on a picture of, you know, the screenshot of the, the podcast page on iTunes, but I go and check and like 245 people listen to it, right? So clearly, you know, it, the, you push a little heart on your phone isn't going to, you know, matter at the end of the day, you know, post shit because you want to post shit. That's how I feel like if more and more of us, um, you know, have that mindset millennial or not, you're going to be able to cope with a lot of these, uh, you know, triggers out there that really, you know, are pushing for us to be more and more anxious, right? We, you know, I, I've learned now when I post the picture, just, you know, turn your phone over, right? Don't be so fucking, you know, eager to see how many likes that I get. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it, it honestly doesn't matter. That's something that I constantly need to remind myself because I, I get caught up in that as well. But guys, just, you know, just fucking, I'm telling you from experience because this shit used to have me anxious as well. Just put your phone facing the other way, walk away, do something else, you know, hang out with somebody, fucking play FIFA, for God's sakes, which just got, by the way, FIFA 19. Thank you, Billy, for buying that for my birthday. You know, go do something else, though, man. Just go go have a good time um, because, again, social media is a great tool, but it's also something that will trigger a lot of anxiety in your life. Even if you don't suffer from anxiety, uh, you will after fucking trying to keep up with the million-dollar 
unemployed um, kid you knew 10 years ago. Trust me, it'll fucking drive you crazy. I won't name names though. Um, but I guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it, it shed some light, obviously, on my issues or not issues. That's not the best word. Uh, how I've dealt with, you know, different situations in my life that have to do with the, uh, you know, with anxiety levels um, in my body and how I've, uh, you know, come to terms with coping with that and trying to. My biggest way of coping with that is really understanding the situation at hand the best I can, sitting down you know, being, you know, to my, to myself and then, you know, trying to take on that task at hand. Um, again, if you're an introvert, that may work for you. If you're not, if you're an extrovert or maybe you're not, you know, maybe you, you total lie between both of them. Hey, maybe you need to just sit down and, you know, really try to figure out, you know, what are those triggers for you and what you can go about to change them. And this is a, a day-to-day struggle, man. Again, I, I, I still struggle with this. Um, but again, it's a, it's a pursuit of happiness and you know day by day you'll be able to figure this out more and more um again if you have any advice for me on how to deal with certain issues i've i mentioned here or you want to again bring up a topic of your own please hit me up on twitter at afn podcast and as always on instagram at the absolutely fucking not podcast um sorry at absolutely fucking not uh no you after the f but Again, I want to thank you for tuning in for another week. Uh, for week seven, I am going to try to get a co-host for you. I've gotten like mixed reviews about, man, I love it when you have co-hosts. And then I got uh, reviews about like, man, I like it when you, you know, just have, you know, just you by yourself. Give me specific examples, man. So I'm trying to mix it up for everybody because obviously, you know, to each their own. Some people may identify more with a conversation and some people may identify more with me just speaking by myself. So again, I'm going to try to get a co-host for everybody on week seven and more. Uh, you know, just a topic that we can all talk about relate to it on a certain level. But uh, I want you guys to have a great rest of your week. Uh, no big weekend plans for Danny. Uh, I'm going to be low key this weekend. Uh, my apartment's a fucking mess. I'm going to clean that up. Uh, chill, chill with wifey, chill with the dog uh, and play a lot of FIFA because I got to whoop, whoop my boy's ass on uh, on uh, on PS4 very, very soon. So playing a lot of FIFA this weekend, man. So um, again, if you want to battle me on FIFA 19 on PS4, hit me up at Daybar is open. I take all challengers and I play for $20 a goal. So if I beat you 3-0, you're going to Venmo me 60 bucks. And if I lose to you 3-0, um, I will pay you back in quality content on this podcast. <laughs> right? Um, but no, I want to say again, thank you again for everyone tuning in to the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast, episode six, The Life and Times of Millennial. Peace out.